Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 96 of the podcast tonight. Uh, Really excited to have you for another solo episode here. These are like my check-in episodes between guests. I come on here every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern to talk with you about waking up from work, getting to work, doing what we want to do as a passion full-time. And these solo episodes are great because they're like check-ins of what I've been feeling like it's either situations I've been dealing with myself, like to, to work on myself, or it's been things that I've been seeing from people that have been asking me questions or conversations I've had, or it's been something that's on my mind that I need to improve and I've been doing research or whatever it is, but the solo episodes are usually shorter and I'm giving you some type of like pointed topic instead of the interviews where we can really go all over, depending on what guests we have on here. That's what these solo episodes are about. So tonight I want to talk about staying focused. So like, what are some things that we can do to stay focused and stay engaged with our passion or our side hustle? So whether you're a musician and and you don't want to like lose that art or you are, uh, you're starting a business or whatever it is, something that takes patience because you're, you're working a day job that you don't like, or you're doing something that you don't love to do so that that way you can do that thing. Sometimes it's really tough to do that. Sometimes it's either easier said than done where there's a certain amount of time where you can really hold off from it. There's a lot of time where you can be strong and like not let into it just off of like your, your own head. But there's always a certain point for just about anyone where it's like, I've been doing this for so long and I haven't gotten the thing that I want to give myself as a reward or a thing that I should be able to have as a treat for myself. And when you don't get that and you have that expectation of this is the thing that, that, that this is the light at the end of the tunnel, or this is the thing that I, that I'm trying to get to. And that target keeps moving for whatever reason, because life happens and, and things that we have for plans change all the time. When that target moves, it's really hard to not disengage, pull back, and then just like eat it and just go into like whatever you're doing. So for me, this is just coming from a space where like I'm in the middle of a project point where I'm used to always being able to just like get in and like, you know, if I want to turn a house over, I want to change a room over, or whatever I'm trying to do for a project, I want to be able to just go in and just do it right away. I'm, I, I get fueled off of that and it's really pleasing to just have the result and have the direct control of like taking that thing and altering it and getting that result. Right now, I'm in like a spot in my project where I've never had to work with like structural engineers and and acoustic engineers and architects and like these people that are doing these big planning things, tons of permits. And like, there's a lot of extra things than I I usually have to deal with. And so that it's, it's all active things where I, I have to engage with it. I have to be active. I have to be doing things weekly to go to it, but it feels really mundane because it's like a month and change or more of just like this paperwork and this, it's just not my strength. And so it feels like I'm not being as active or I'm not getting as much done. And, but I am though. And I think that people have this a lot because if it wasn't this for me on this exact project, it might be that with my music or it's going to be that with 
a client or it's going to be that with something because a lot of you folks out there that are doing these creative things or this freelance work or, or your business or whatever it is that you're working on, a lot of you are go-getters. And it's really easy to, to either not get where you want to be at because you're not focusing in enough or you're not getting where you want to go because it's easy to be disengaged, which is what happens to me. I'll, sometimes if I, if I feel that lull, I might disengage or a lot of times for me because I am a go-getter. I won't have the focus that I need on the daily to make it so that I'm really doing things that are impactful for me. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Sorry for the long explanation, but I really wanted to go over that before I put it into like these little points that I've been, I've been working on. And these are things that have worked for me, but they might not work for all of you. So one thing, it sounds so simple. And I feel like many of you hopefully have had this going on for a long time, but I felt like I needed a reset recently. And that was having a weekly schedule. And I know like you probably have a weekly schedule at work. You probably have a schedule in in some capacity where you have like a bowling night or like whatever, like all of us have a schedule. But this year I really had to get focused on putting a schedule back together with all these changes in COVID. I had my day job go online. That has its own challenges of working remote when you had a nine to five, it's a good thing because I've been able to trim back hours in my nine to five and put that time into my passion. So that's a good thing. But the bad thing is it's really easy without that schedule, even that schedule of when I was at the nine to five to differentiate those times and places to communicate and do things. And then I used to have band schedule. So I used to practice every Wednesday night. And that was a schedule that made it so every Wednesday night, I had to write music, I had to work with other people and and bounce ideas off of in music. I don't have that now. And that has been bad for like my output in music. And so literally having a, a weekly schedule where things are a certain day of the week, right? Like maybe your, your band practice went away from COVID or your band broke up, but you want to be consistent in music. If you had band practice on Wednesday nights, like I did, where I had three people, when those people came over to my house, it like triggered something. Like they're there. I, I'm a, I, there's an expectation of me. Like I have to do that thing. They're already at my house. I have to go write music. What's easy to have happen is once they're away from there, I don't have people that are coming to my house every Wednesday night Nothing makes me like have to do anything on Wednesday night to make more music unless I say Wednesday nights at, I think I have it right now is like five or 6 p.m. or something. Wednesday nights is the time that you write music. I think I have it so that I, I have it on Wednesdays. I have to either practice guitar because I suck at it. I have to write music or I have to work on because a lot of my music is self-produced, or I had to work on a song, but something that's pushing the needle on that. So really simple first tip, but it's just like maybe a back to the basic sort of thing of like having a weekly schedule where a thing happens on a day. <laughs> so I know that we've, we've lived about a year and change in in COVID world, but I'm sure that uh, a lot of people's routines got disrupted and uh, that was something that had to come in for me in the new year. Another thing that I've been doing lately, and this would be on the focus portion. So this is for the people out there that maybe you're really good at getting a lot of things done and that's awesome. And you always want to do stuff and you're always working on stuff and that's great in its own regard. But this is 
how do we make it so that the things that we're doing are impactful and for the right amount of time and anything that's structured about making it so that it's the right thing to do at that time? Because this is a big self-awareness piece for me. But what I've realized is that I feel good when I'm doing things. So it's literally like a vice of mine to do things. That's a, that's a characteristic of myself that I've learned just from just watching myself and being like, why the hell did you do that thing? So I always do things and that by nature gets a lot done, but it could be done a lot better if I was more efficient about it, doing the right things at the right time for the right amount of time. So time blocking is something that I've always heard people talk about. I don't know if I do it the right way or not, but essentially it's literally like you would note it, like in your calendar, you have blocks of time where that's the time that you do that. So the first thing is just like having a schedule. Maybe it's a day of the week. Maybe it's a thing that you do on the day. Great. So now every Wednesday, something's going to happen. Awesome. Time blocking for me was important because I have a lot of different little pieces of me that I need to do in a week to do everything that I want to do. And now maybe I have a day of the week, but it's like, okay, if you have a day job still and your day job and then passion or day job and then side hustle or whatever it is that you have for your schedule right now, maybe it's you're all in on doing your creative full time and you just need to block it because you have too much control. Either way, what it does for people that, that are like me, that are like chase the shiny thing is like at this time, every single week, I do this thing. And when I do that thing, I only do that thing. The phone goes off. I don't talk to people. I'm like really focused. And then like, here's the kicker for creative people, which I know that a lot of this audience is creative. We get into like vibes where we're just not in the mood to write the song. We're just like not in the mood to, to work on that thing. Like we, like I procrastinate hard on projects that like I'm trying to not do because I'm bored of it or something. Right. When you time block, you have to do something for that amount of time until it's complete. So there's two things that go into that. One is Parkinson's law or saving that time, which is any amount of time that you allot for an activity, you will, by habit, fill up that time with that activity. So if you give yourself your nine to five, which I think is an ancient model based off of older working jobs that we don't do the same anymore, right? Is for that reason. We work nine to five for five days a week or whatever it is. Well, I'm in sales. I can straight up spend three hours sometimes in my day job and get what I need done for the week, but we're expected to do eight hours a day or something like that. Well, guess what? If I have, if when I was in the office, luckily like right now I'm, I'm not, but when I'm in the office, what happens is You all know what it's like when you're at that job. If you have eight hours to fill, but you're like awesome at your job and you get shit done in like two, you fill that shit up with something because you have to. You literally have to fill it up with that amount of time. Parkinson's law says, okay, well, if I'm going to give you your job, say it's not a direct manufacturing job. You're not doing like input versus output. Like directly what you do yields exactly what you put out. If it's not that type of job, that's the only job that warrants that type of framework, right? If it's not that type of job, you have three hours to get it done with. You either do it or you get fired. As long as it's not an unrealistic expectation, you will get it done in those three hours. So time blocking 
is a way to like put that on yourself with like, you're not going to get fired if you don't write the music, but it's like, well, guess what? I have an hour to write this music. So a, I'm not going to waste that time because I know that I have to get something done with it or B say it's something creative, photography, videography, whatever it is that you're doing. This takes a creative thought process and you're not in the mood, but you have an hour to do something and it might be a piece of shit. It might be worthless, but you can't get that content unless you are doing it regularly. So I know people that are like, um, a friend of mine composes for film. He wakes up every day at like 5 a.m., which I'm not great at, but he does. And he wakes up at 5 a.m. And from five to like seven or eight, he writes every single day. And what he's told me about it is that maybe three or five days, he writes some shit, like it's just bad and he tosses it. But the two days that he does well, he does more than if he were to not write consistently because he wasn't putting himself to that. So like blocking of your time makes it so that like you can control the amount of time that it takes. You can be more intentional about it, be more consistent on it, even if you're not in the mood and then divvy things up for people like me that are not focused to make it so that I have specific things that I have to do in a certain amount of times to make sure that's happening every week. So these are habits that are not based off of if you're not engaged that week. If you have been working forever and you're like, damn, I should be owed this or like, I really should be rewarded by this. or I should be at that point now. And you're not as patient anymore because you probably have been patient for so long. I get it. And you're heard for sure. But some of these things help on those down weeks to make it so that you have to go do the thing that you know that you will get to the finish line of, but just on the week that you don't feel like doing it, it helps you do it. So consistency. Once again, a little bit vague of a point, but consistency in that is once the levy breaks, it's gone. You know, like if you get on board with some of these things or you have your own systems in place that do this stuff for you, awesome. If you do it for like a month, like I did dry January last month just to see in, in what it would do, right? Once the consistency is gone, it's it's really difficult for you while it's really easy like objects in motion stay in motion it's really easy to just keep doing it but once you have a week that you just throw it out after you've been doing it for a couple of months or weeks or whatever it is that you're trying to do to build up to that point you could be in a bad spot of 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 being able to keep on with that controlling your day controlling your day is more back to like a focus thing And this is something that I've been working on this year. And that means that being really intentional with where does your energy go throughout the day from when you wake up in the morning till when you go to bed at night? Because for me and a lot of you out there listening to this show, you probably work a job and then you go work a job, right? Like I I work eight hours, I eat dinner or I work out or whatever it is that I do. And then I go work from X to X at night. And then I go to bed a lot of times. It's super common. And if I don't control what things I need to get done that day and doing them in a spot in the day that I know it will get done the best that it can, it's really easy to get thrown off and not get it done or be like, just 
extra tired than you even are because you're probably already working extra long days to be able to fit in your passion and your job or whatever it is that you have for a lineup. So for me, I've been trying to not look at social and not look at texts in the morning. I don't look at those now until like 11 or noon, which is not like me at all from the past. I used to always like wake up in the morning, check everything, start getting into stuff, start like going, checking email, checking everything. And it feels like you're being productive because you're starting actions, right? Maybe you're emailing someone back or you're reading some information from someone or you're doing things and it can be difficult to do that. But if you can get yourself into a spot where most of the time those things really aren't as urgent as we feel that they are and they can be responded to later in the day. What I found for me is that when I start my day and I'm focused only on the things that are like the most important for the day or the biggest tasks or like they have to happen that day for like the best chances of me getting to where I need to be for the day. I would rather hit those things with undivided attention and, and straight laser at getting those things done in that amount of time and then getting into some of those other things that can be distracting later in the day. And another thing that I've found is just helping me cut down on just time addicted to social media. Like I, because I've ignored it for a good portion of the day already, I've already been doing like a bunch of things. I felt productive. I felt awake. I felt after it. Then when I get to something like that, I'm not as fine with like scrolling and, 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 and screwing around because I'm, I'm, I've already gotten stuff done. I like want to go do other stuff, you know? Whereas like when I start up and I wake up, say like I didn't get enough sleep as it is, which is me sometimes, then it's really tempting to like just hang out in bed and, and look through stuff and just like, it just everything out there like marketing and social and all the things that we look at and we are checking out, they're designed to keep you there and they're designed to bring your attention to other places. And so when I say controlling your day, what I mean is like you, you're deciding what's happening that day to work on whatever it is that you want to do. And that's your, that's what, that's what, that's your right. And that's what you should be able to do. And everything in the world is made and bought and sold off of getting our attention all the time. Right now, you guys are awesome, but I have your attention right now, (laughs) or you're listening to this podcast and I'm getting a little bit of your attention everything is, is attention and, and it's good or bad attention. And it's not always a bad thing to look on your social, like to connect with friends, to learn some stuff, to see some new trends in the world, to keep up with your industry. There's amazing, like I, I love social media. I'm on it right now on two platforms. Uh, I love it, but controlling and taking that control of your day, pushing when you go onto social and texting later into your day or in emails and things like that has been really helpful for me to get more focused on the things that I'm trying to do that day that I hadn't been doing in the past. And, and I found that it, it made it more difficult to keep doing that later into the day because some of my bigger tasks would go when I was already 14 hours into the day or I was, I was so tired by the time I was trying to do something really important. I'd say, ah, whatever, like I'm, I'm going to go to bed or I'm going to go hang out or it would, it would just make it a harder road than uh than it had to be this is the last one from talking about all this productivity stuff and about all these focusing and like scheduling and everything that's so like gritty that way 
the last tip about continuing working on your passion, working on your side hustle and doing that for longer than you even thought you had to do, the last tip would be giving yourself the ability to fuck off. Like the, the, the fuck off days. Like just like the day where you are at a point where you have been doing habits like this, like you're, you're, you've been working on it for so long. Maybe you had a, a big loss, like, like you had a, a, a big L for the day for something that you're trying to get done. Like for, for me, for this project, I'm, there are times where I was like, damn, this weekend I get to work on this thing and then something will get pushed with the permit or like something will happen and it feels like defeating where you're like, I, I had this intention I had this like idea that I thought out in my head of like what that looked like. I visualized what it looked like. Then you don't get to have it. It sucks sometimes. So the last part is just like to be able to do this long term, to work on it for years, to 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 get that one night, you know, that overnight success. The people that get it are the people that stay in the game the longest. And what I the, I I wanted to do this episode because. It really sucks to hang out with friends from back in school or back in wherever that I, I knew a long time ago, and they worked for six years, right? They worked for four years or three years extra of just like trying to get something to happen, and then they give up because they didn't feel like they got there yet. The people who can stay in it the longest, it's a marathon, will always get to where they want to be at. You'll learn stuff long enough before you you make the corrections you got to do or the moves that you have to do or get out of the shit that you have to get out of to make it happen. So when you have a day where you get a big loss or you have a day where like you absolutely are like, I'm not even enjoying my passion today, go take a fucking vacation. <laughs> go take a break. And this is this is coming from someone where like, I never take vacations. I am the absolute worst. And, and, uh, it's really hard for me to do. Like yesterday I took a Friday off and I'm taking a long weekend and I'm not doing anything except for a Sunday. I have like one thing. So I'm not even taking a full three day weekend, but I'm giving myself permission to not answer emails, not, not do projects, not schedule new shit. And, uh, you need that because if you feel like you're productive and you're getting stuff done and you're a go-getter and all that's good, but if you get burnt out to the spot where you can be burnt out for a day, for a week, even a month, like you can be burnt out and not do stuff and be like, I'm off. Like I, I'm, I'm not working on this stuff, but it's a damn shame if you've worked for an insane amount of time and then you give up because you're burnt out in a way where you just can't come back to it. You're like, I actually don't even like my passion anymore. And I don't like working on this anymore. That's where it's really upsetting to, uh, to hear or see about. So those are a couple, uh, things that have been on my mind that I've been talking with some people with the new year coming in. I hope that's helpful to some of you for whatever it is that you're trying to chase right now. This is just what is coming up in my life right now, working on my stuff, but thank you guys for tuning in of a really quick episode of the waking up from work podcast. I will not be live next Thursday, but it'll be back after that every Thursday to hang out on here interviewing a lot of, there's some musicians coming up. So that will be cool with some new releases that are uh, navigating through the times, but interviewing musicians, small businesses, creatives, freelancers. If you guys have like any ideas of people who I should interview or like topics that I should cover, 
Um, if they, if you want to just tell me like what it, you do, like I I usually hit up like everyone that follows me on Instagram, just say like, hey, what are you about? I want to know what you're about. So um, feel free to shoot me a DM on here or uh, the wakingupfromwork.com website. There's like a million ways to hit me up and I, I will always answer except for when I'm on those breaks that I'm telling you to do. I will actually go chill. So thank you guys for hanging out tonight. I will hit you up, Pete, definitely. And uh, yeah, go kick some ass this week. Go take a break or like focus in or whatever you need to uh, make sure that you're running a marathon and getting to where you want to be at. All right. Thank you guys for your time. Peace. Peace.